Welcome to the Own Your Time podcast. I am the host, Kyle Marcotte. Today, we have Matt Teifke on. He is uh, in all areas of real estate. He's a broker. He owns a PM company, and he's an investor. He has 15 houses, an eightplex, a triplex, and he's even a GP in two syndications. So thanks for coming on. Thank, yeah, man. I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. Awesome. So I want to start with you just getting a little bit into your background and how you got to where you are today. All right, man. So I'll try to be somewhat brief. It's kind of a long story uh, because it's been about 10 years now. It really all started, uh, if I go to the history of it, my mom, single mom, she ended up uh, owning. At, by the time I was 16, I think she had 12 houses maybe, and then just kept buying. And you know now she's got like 20. Um, and I was very blessed to see her do that. And she was a single mom, worked in the construction industry, and slowly just bought one to two houses a, a year and like, I saw her sacrifice so much, like up at 4 a.m. every morning for, you know, years and years. So I was so lucky to see that and to see how that worked. And I had worked a lot of different jobs. I've, you know, done all kinds of jobs, you know, pizza delivery or rock yard, you know, whatever, wing stop. And like, I hated looking at the clock. I hated it so much. And I always just had this itch to do my own thing. And I was lucky to see what my mom did. So that's where my mind was early on in life. And um, I wanted to basically take over her portfolio, help grow it and build it. I saw it as like the family business. And I ended up not really going that route. I got my license in college and as a sophomore, and I just like tried to learn as much as I could about helping people buy and sell residential houses. And I was like, if I could just learn this completely, then I'll be a good investor because I'll know what to buy and I'll know how this works. And I did that for two years and I graduated and I moved back to Round Rock. I worked for a, a commercial brokerage company here in Round Rock where I'm from for six months. And then I got accepted into this real estate program in College Station. And I was like trying to decide, do I go to this real estate program or do I stay where I'm at, which is a pretty good commercial brokerage. And I had already started my career over once because in Corpus, like my first year I made like like six grand. And then the next year I made like 18. And then I was like, man, next year I'm going to make 35. And it was just rolling, you know, and I had to start over. And then in same thing in Round Rock, I was there for six months. I was building up, but I got accepted to this master's of real estate program. It was a, a degree from Texas A&M. And like, I was like, man, I, I got to go. Cause if this is what I want to do for my life, I've got to go and get a really good foundation of all of real estate as much as I can and then apply it for, you know, 50, 60 years. And um, that's what I love about real estate, man. You can do it forever. You know, while I was in college station, I was going to school. I worked at a leasing company, an apartment complex for six months. I got my appraiser's license six months after that. And then after that, I worked at a leasing company and I worked at this leasing company and they had 2000 doors that they managed. And I was a leasing agent and I was just taking calls every day. The phone was ringing like, five to 10 times a day. And these are like four to $800 commissions. And it was like three of us guys in there and we were just crushing it. And it only lasted for like three months out of the year. This is how this job works, you know? Um, and so I just tried to learn as much as possible, see as much as possible. I ended up partnering with the guy that owned that company. And we started a management company in Austin called United Realty of Austin. My wife started running that. And I started working at a retail brokerage called Edge. And it was commercial uh, real estate, like uh, 
very high credit retailers, restaurants. We did Gold's Gym, Dick's Sporting Goods, Advanced Auto, all these kind of guys. And I was a junior broker. And I did that for three years. I was around super smart people, really good people, good culture. And it was fun. We would have these big conventions like Dallas, Houston, Vegas. They, my company would spend tons of money on drinks. And it was just a, it was a different world. And you were, you dressed, everyone had slacks and, uh, you know, nice shoes and everything, nice belt. And everyone dressed the same, like bankers, you know. And it just wasn't me. I'm like, God, I hate this. And I slowly, at the end of it, I slowly, like, started, like, untucking my shirt. I was kind of on the way out. And I just hit a point where my wife and I were having a baby. We had grown our management company from my mom's properties, which was, let's just say, 16, to we had 250 doors. And we just, they, the team needed me. Also, wasn't making a ton of money at a commercial brokerage. It was hard. And you split the commission with the, the other broker and then the company. Um, and so it, you know, it takes two years to get some of these deals done and you might make 20, 30 grand, which is great. And sometimes you make way more, but I was seeing how as I'm a real estate broker, so I could go sell a house in 30 days and make six to to 12 grand, you know? And I just, I just saw more opportunity and it was more me. Like I was able to be more entrepreneurial. I didn't have to fit into a box and dress the same and all this stuff. So then we literally just merged our property management company with another management company. And now we, my wife and I own 30% of this new company. And we've got two partners that own 35 each. And uh, I still have a real estate brokerage with 22 agents. Half of them are part-time. It's not a huge business, uh, but it's like really good people that have found us. We haven't really marketed for it, but we kind of just grew by people wanting to be around us what I do today, which is just a ton of networking and out meeting people uh, and trying to connect and just building really, really good relationships. So that's like a quick rundown of what I've done and where I'm at, I guess. That's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing. And the one thing I really want to point out to listeners is I know Matt pretty well, and he has two superpowers. The first superpower is patience. He like, for example, went and did two years at a getting his license just so they could learn about the business. And he's done that in many stages in his life where he'll go and be kind of under someone else and learn what they're doing for an extended period of time so that he can become an expert because he wants to be good at what he does. He doesn't just want the results. He wants the actual knowledge. And I think that that's something that successful people do often. And that's one of the reasons why Matt's very successful. The second superpower that he has is definitely that he's a phenomenal networker. He probably knows everyone in Austin real estate, and I'm not exaggerating here. So I kind of want you to talk about how you network, what you think about networking, like what's your mindset behind it? Why is it so important to you? And uh, how do you go about networking so much? That's cool, man. Uh, That's interesting to hear you say that on the superpowers. I like that. And I think if you were to whittle those two down, my number one would be be networking. And I think, I don't know, man, I don't want to get too deep, but everyone's got things that they like, you know, feel that maybe their gift or whatever. And, And to me, that that's it. Like I, enjoy meeting people um I, I feel like i'm good at it and i see tremendous value from it so it's like just all around good i mean don't get me wrong i i go so hardcore at it that sometimes i get burnt out and it's not easy it can be tough like you know i have these days my mind's just racing and like overdoing it you know not having a good balance that's that's my biggest flaw it's not having a great balance i'm just so work 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 but you know my whole theory and i believe in it is i'm young it's time to hustle and when you go meet people man if you add value for them and build real relationships 
it's amazing what can happen. And I can give you tons of examples. Just a quick one is like, I had a, a listing agent the other day for a, a residential buyer and it was like 10 offers on this house. And I just like knew in the back of my head, if I would have met this agent and had coffee with them a couple of times over the last two or three years, I probably would have got the deal. And it's crazy, man. And I know that everyone talks about this, but I just really realized about two years ago, the value of it. I just somehow saw it, like how valuable it is to just know people and them to know you and for them to know who you are when you call and to build a good reputation um, and to add real value for them. And I've just seen how things come around and I try to give out as much as I can. I, I tell people like I'll meet with like a kid in high school and then like a really big time Austin developer or like whoever. And I just have this mindset that like things just are going to work out and I just do the right thing and follow it. And uh, I just reach out to people. I invite people to coffee or lunch. I always try and pay for it. And uh, I just see how I can help. For what I do with management, brokerage, and finding and deals, it's like I can almost get anything out of, like if there's someone that's passionate about real estate and in the game, or even if they're not, but like they, they see some something here that they want to help and I see the same, then like somewhere in the next 20, 30 years, like it's going to be worth it. Yeah, exactly. Because in the end of the day, any business happens to be a people business, right? There's always going to come down to a decision of who they're going to choose as far as a buyer or a seller, or maybe buying a product or a service. And if you've made a relationship with that person and you've impacted them positively, then you have a higher likelihood that they're going to choose you. Um, and then another thing I want to point out is Matt said that things are going to work out. And he has, the, he has the belief and the faith that life happens for him, not to him. And that's because of the fact that he's focused on doing the right thing for other people, not selfish things for himself. And again, I think that's another um, successful mindset that I really want to harp on for sure. So with all that being said, I want to talk about your favorite real estate deal so far, kind of the units, the rationale behind you buying it, uh, the story, and then maybe something that you learned from it. So my favorite deal was actually a property that I didn't buy. I assigned it. And it was a 28 uh, unit apartment complex in Round Rock. And that's my home city. And um, I loved this property. It was beautiful. And I had it under contract for 1.9 million. And it was listed with a broker. It came out to, I think, 75 or 80,000 a door. And I knew that it, there was value there. I just knew just by knowing the market, like I just felt it. And um, I know, you know, under 100,000 a door in Austin's hard to find. And, this was like a nice property. Like they had a new roof, new AC, new parking lot, new paint. It just wasn't being managed right. And I have a management company, so it was, you know, a perfect fit. So I was planning on buying it. And then I started like really going through this. I uh, did some due diligence. I found out that there were five vacant units instead of one or two, which they said, which is a big deal. You know, you get them leased quick, but that's like make ready cost and leasing costs and time, maybe 10 grand a unit. And so started running the debt numbers and started to explore what are all my options with this contract. I can buy it myself and, and basically use all the money I have, like all my cash. And that's the, the best deal I have for the next five years. Like I'm in this deal, right? I could maybe syndicate it. I could assign it, whatever, bring on partners. And I went and talked to two guys that I know that I met literally through reaching out and networking. And this is the only reason this deal got done. Like there's no way this would have got done if they didn't know me. I just know that. And they ended up putting under contract for uh, 2.1 and I signed it to them. And I, and uh, it was the best deal, man, ever. Yeah. If you guys noticed the difference there, the spread between 1.9 and you said 2.1, right? Yeah. 
that is the uh, the assignment fee, if I'm correct. Is that is that correct? Yeah. So that is where Matt made his money on the deal was the spread between 1.9 and 2.1. And he basically didn't have to have any ownership in the deal. He was able to network and find buyers and assign the contract to them. So that's a great way to go about um, buying real estate. If you don't necessarily have the capital up front to do it, you can always go about the wholesale route, which is definitely huge. So Matt, what would you give advice to a 20 year old right now who is starting or wants to start in business? My big thing, man, is like, you know, become an expert, like really commit to what you're doing, be serious about it and uh, do things with a very long-term mindset. I think if you do that and you do it right, like if you stay organized and keep track of the people that you've met and the relationships and find something that you care about and just go all in, network like crazy, network, network. But you know, this is just a, just a quick example. Someone told me if, if I had like, they're like, if I have five good real estate clients, I'd help them buy one to two deals a year, I'm good. And I'm like, man, that's, that was powerful to me because what I realized is if I really had wanted to over the last 10 years, I could probably have like 50, you know what I mean? But I mean, that's, I, I didn't, I don't necessarily want to be a hundred percent real estate broker. That, this is something else that I want to point out is I've done everything in the real estate business that's allowed me to be flexible and creative. And I think that's been my key because I can wholesale it, buy it, sell it, manage it, whatever it may be, have another buyer. And Austin's a really hard market. So it's, it could be, you know, this market, but every market's different, but you just got to be so creative because it's hard. I mean, it's competitive. And the other thing is like, people are like, I can't buy in Austin. Like, don't you think it's too hot? I'm like, yeah, Austin's hot. But do you know how many people say that exact comment that you said, and then don't go do anything. And I'm like, if you're out there, uh, you know, if you want to go hustle, hustle, you can do anything in this bit in real estate, you go knock on doors, you know, behind every door is potentially 10 to a hundred grand. Right. But people don't want to go knock on doors, you know? So it's like the Gary Vee thing, man. It's like, if you're, if you're complaining and you're not doing it, then that's the problem. But if you're good where you are, it's a different story. That's amazing, man. So what's one book that you would recommend to that 20 year old? My favorite real estate book is uh, Trammell Crow, Master Builder. Awesome. I haven't actually heard that one yet. So I'm, I'm going to read that myself. That's awesome. I, uh, if I can find it, I'll give it to you. Okay. Fantastic. Look at that. <laughs> Asking you shall receive. Yeah. Where can people find you online? All over, man. Facebook. We've got a website. I have two companies, Tree Homes and, and then Stone Oak Property Management. You just type in my name. I give myself a number, whatever, man. I'm, I'm happy to be a resource. Like I'm all about it. Awesome. And yeah, I'll link all of those in the show notes below and feel free to reach out to Matt. He literally will meet up with you before he even know who I was really. He met up with me at a coffee a little bit closer to my house than his. So he's definitely a generous person and he will definitely meet up with you. Goes a long way, man. Hey, and, and, uh, this isn't like, this is just what I practice, what I preach, right? I bought, I bought for you, right? You and did. Yeah, you did. I'm telling people, if you're going to invite someone out, like you're taking their time, you add, add value for them, right? It's just, I mean, it's just, Keep adding the value. Yeah, no, you definitely added value. You paid for my lunch and you met me way closer to me than you. So I, I super appreciate it. And, and that's look, the mindset you got to have. And now we got on a podcast. Maybe one day we'll do a deal. Like it's just long-term thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show, man. It's been great. Thanks for having me, dude.